Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, I am Bob Nagin, your host of the Coronavirus and Independent Retailer podcast. Today is episode number five. We are officially at the end of week nine. Can you believe it? We've been on this journey together for nine weeks now. And uh, one of the things that I'm finding very interesting is this, you know, it's starting to shake itself out. It's opening up and people are back to the business of figuring out what business looks like. You know, if you go back into week three or four, everybody was just trying to figure out how to stay alive. Everybody was, you know, I use the metaphor of being tumbled in a giant wave in the ocean. Well, we're in the eddy now and we're swimming to shore and we're figuring it out. And uh, although, you know, there's still a lot of pain and suffering and there's still a lot of uncertainty, uh, I'm really starting to feel and see people finding a way forward. I hope that's you. If it is you, congratulations. And that's why one of the things that we've been doing is turning our future, our, our attention more to the things that are important to do when we open up or, you know, as we open up or if we're open up, it's still important to do. And uh, today I'm going to talk about the, I'm going to have, there's going to be a case study, but it's going to be about the importance of the statistic of items per sale. I'm a big believer in watching the statistics of your sales team, right? Because statistics measure, you know, efficiency. Statistics measure effectiveness. And we talk a lot about items per, I mean, average sale and sales volume per hour and but uh, and then, you know, conversion. But then that fourth statistics is items per sale. And items per sale is merely the number of items in a particular sale. Just like, I know, it seems self-evident, but uh, it's so important. You know, you have uh, a customer and your challenge is to get the most. And when I say get the most, I mean at, at, while giving your customer great value while uh, you know, gr giving great service, your challenges to get the most from the customer in a way that they're happy about it, right? We talk about a perfect purchase. And so, you know, uh, I'll tell you a story. Back in year one of the Mackinac Kite Company, when I was 23 years old and I knew absolutely nothing, nothing about retail. I just knew I loved kites and I wanted to open a kite store. Uh, we were trying to sell kites and, you know, we were doing a pretty good job, but we recognized that we needed more. And then we found this silly little toy. It was called a whistling balloon helicopter. And we would blow it up and we'd let it go and it would fly up in the air and people would stand there and they'd say, I'll take one, I'll take two, I'll take three. And you got to understand in those days, brother Steve and I were poor I mean, we were eating mac and cheese and living in a dumpy little cottage out on Carp Lake. That tells you something right there, Carp Lake. And we didn't have enough money to go out. And, you know, for a couple young single guys in a fun party town in northern Michigan, not going out was kind of painful. And so every one of these whistling balloon helicopters represented a draft beer. So we were, uh, that, was, that was the enthusiasm that sort of got us into 
adding on and really paying attention to items for sale because items for sale is really a statistic that measures how effectively you and your team are adding on. So let's get to the case study. So there was a conversation in the Platinum Mastermind group uh, a while ago, a year ago or so, about people saying, uh, I'm having problems. My, my team is not adding on like they should, and I don't know what to do about it. Now, let me, oh, I'm going to back up real quickly. I do have permission to share this case study. Whenever I share anything from the Platinum Mastermind group, I always get permission because that's, you know, a tight group. We have a cone of silence. So, but anyway, there was this conversation around that. And interestingly enough, uh, the Canadian members of the group were the ones who said, yeah, me too, me too, me too, me too. And so what our, we were, this, when this conversation came up on our Facebook group, it was right before we had an uh, you know, in-person meeting. And so we said, well, let's just deal with it then. Let's, let's talk about it when we're all in person. So we got in person and it was one of our sessions. Let's figure out how to, let's figure out what's going on with people not wanting to add on. You know, now keep in mind, everybody in the room has the Retail Sales Academy. Everybody in the room, their team has been trained on the Sales Academy. They use the Sales Academy correctly. They, you know, I mean, so... They are using the tools that they have correctly, yet they're not getting the results that they wanted. So we did this thing called a root cause analysis. And a root cause analysis is basically you start to ask why, why, why. Why aren't they adding on? And just keep adding, asking why until you get to the root cause. Why aren't they adding on? Uh, they feel like it's pushy was the answer. So uh, people that were on the floor that felt perfectly comfortable selling higher price merchandise, you know, had a great conversion rate, they did everything well except add on. Well, they feel it's pushy. Well, why do they feel it's pushy? Well, they feel that it's pushy because they had a bad experience in another store with a high pressure salesperson. And, you know, so it went on and on and on and on and on. So we were exploring the problem through the lens of asking ourselves why. We were digging deeper. It's like peeling an onion. But then Jordana Jacobson said something super, super, super smart that made us all go, oh. And so Jordana raised her hand and Jordana, uh, uh, first of all, shout out for Jordana. Jordana owns a wonderful uh, baby and kids wear store in uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. It's called Cravings. You can follow her, particularly on Instagram. Her Instagram feed is amazing shop, Cravings. But Jordana raised her hand and said, so, you know, I was having the same problem. You know, I'm part of the group of the people who are having the problem. And so what I did one night is I went through all of my tickets and I looked at all of the tickets that were single item purchases. And she went through all of these tickets and a pattern emerged. And the pattern was most of these single ticket items were for a hazel net necklace 
for babies who are teething. Apparently, uh, if a baby chews on hazel, uh, it, it helps with their teething. And it was a super hot item, so people would rush in and buy this hazel necklace, and that was the sale. And so the insight that she had after talking to her people, she talked to her people and says, well, how come you didn't add on to this uh, teething necklace? And they all said, we don't know what to add on to the teething necklace. What do you add on to a teething necklace? If you sell a stroller, you know, there's cups and there's, you know, there's accessories and all those those obvious things to add on, but there wasn't an obvious thing to add on to the teething necklace. And what she realized and what's important to you now, and this is, I mean, this, this was an insight. I mean, I didn't have that insight and I've been thinking about this, teaching this, creating the Retail Sales Academy. I didn't think of this. The insight that she had was People were looking at adding on and not looking at the root cause of the purchase of the original purchase. So they were saying, what do I add on with a teething ring? They had nothing in mind. Rather than thinking, oh, you have a problem. This, this item, the teething necklace, represents a problem, a baby that is teething. And so we sell a lot more solutions than just the teething necklace. So now once they got to that root cause, they got together, they talked about other add-ons that are appropriate for a young mother who has a baby who is teething. And then once their people saw that they could give extra value by selling other products that would help a mother who was struggling with a teething baby. Now, all of a sudden, they solved that problem by going through and looking at the item, understanding what the item really represented, and then creating add-ons around it. And like I said, it was just one of those moments where I went, the Platinum Mastermind Group is awesome. <laughs> you know, it, it seemed, it was, a, it was an odd, odd, odd problem, and we solved it, and it's made a lot of difference. You know, when you think about adding on, you know, so let's go back to my whistling balloon helicopter. Our average sale in those days was about $20, and I would sell, on average, one whistling he balloon helicopter to every single customer. Right? I mean, some people would buy two, some people would buy 10, but the average whistling balloon helicopter per customer was one. It was $1.99. So think about this. I increased my sales by 10% just by adding on. This is so important. Foot traffic is going to be down. It is your job if you want to really, really, you know, accelerate your recovery to make sure you're doing everything you can to get the most from every customer. And I want to share this with you real quickly. This is the poster from the add-on masterclass. And remember, I was sharing this whole idea of what are you selling why are they buying it? And then what can they do to add on based on why they're buying it? Not just 
the obvious stuff, but the stuff that really appeals to that deeper emotional peace. So I hope that you find that helpful. I hope that you think about your items per sale intensely, correctly. Right now, we have to do everything we can to be as good as we can. You know, we've talked about this before. When things are good, you've got slack, right? You can afford to carry a bad employee. You can afford to have not the best sales behaviors on the floor because you're still making money. You can afford to make mistakes. You can afford to not be as good as you can be. And in case anymore, is it? Now we have to be great. No time for rookies. No time for hobbyists. Now it's the time for the retail professionals to show up. And that's what I'm encouraging you to think about doing, think about becoming. If you already are, tighten up your skills, level up your game, do more. And speaking of leveling up your game, today is the last day. <laughs> you know I was going to get around to it. Uh, today's the last day where you can get the uh, add-on masterclass for only $47. You know, for some of you, uh, you will make your investment back in one sale. Uh, most of you will make your investment back in one day. So it's normally $97. And by the way, it's a steal at $97. I mean, a flat out virtual steal at $97. But today, last day, that it's only $47. And of course, you get one of those handy dandy posters that I just put up. Uh, it's only a half hour in length. So it's not a giant course that, you know, is going to take you, you know, a long time to get through. You can get through it by the end of the weekend. No worries. And it does have a 30 day unconditional money back guarantee. So if you get it and spend a half hour watching it and you don't think it's everything that I'm bragging that it is, you know, call the office. We'll give you your money back. But if You've been watching this podcast regularly or listening to it regularly, and you believe that I know what I'm talking about and that I care about your success. Uh, I'm just going to look at you and tell you that you really owe it to yourself to give the add-on masterclass a shot. I mean, we're super excited about uh, it as a product and a program, and we're super excited about what it can do for you and your business. You know, again, right now, we're talking about getting good. And this is one of those things that'll help you and your team get really, really good. So if you haven't made the investment, do it today, do it today, okay? All right, everybody. So it is the end of Friday, and uh, Susan and I are going to our cottage up north in Mackinac City. We're going to sit on the couch and drink wine and eat bonbon. Bon, bon. We'll go hike and stuff like that. But I hope that you have a great, great weekend. And we'll see you again on Monday.